the Modern Eater Show live broadcasting from the surface of the sun. That's what's <laughs> Fort Myers Beach still. Still Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Yeah, the heat, um, the sun blaring in to shut down our production there. But here we're back. And just as we were talking about, Nick, uh, low stress. We can't be stressed out about this. This is about fun. This is about storytelling. This is about talking to business people about their businesses through a time where I know you really need us. Inflation is crazy right now. Uh, the input costs, the cost of doing business, it's off, it's off the charts. We just, we just got back from a three-week road trip uh, to kind of emphasize that as we talked to business owners all over Colorado. It was a wondrous journey, and we're going to be dissecting that three weeks on the road, Nick, in the uh, coming days. But we do have to tell you, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 2 p.m.-ish, we're going to bring you the best local program we can possibly do. We pour our hearts and our souls into this. I've been broadcasting for 20-plus years, and I'm ready to roll. We have to thank our sponsors before we get to our guests, Chef Jeff Chabot, happy birthday, Chef James Doxson, and Chef Zuri Resendez, who followed us on the first leg into Palisade. So today we're going to be covering Minturn, Colorado, and Palisade, Colorado. What, three stops, Nick? The Grand Valley, right after Minturn. We headed west on the I-70. And that's what we're going to show you today. Okay, so I'm Greg Hollenbeck. This is Nick Epstein, producer of the Modern Eater Show. And we have to thank our very, very loyal sponsors. We couldn't make this programming without you. Thank you, Royal Crest Dairy. Love you guys and what you've done for Colorado for many, many years. A lot of you probably have that milk box on your front porch. Uh, I hid all kinds of stuff in my milk box, but Royal Crest Dairy, a staple of Colorado. Colorado Mills Sunflower Products, Rick Robbins, man. Rick. You are the general. He just takes care of things in Lamar, Colorado. Uh, love us some Rick Robbins. Also, Elevation Reps, Rich O'Brien, Elevation Food Service Reps. Thank you, Rich, uh, for all of your support throughout the year. Shamrock Food Service. Um, keep in mind, uh, this Wednesday, the, the Shamrock Food Show is coming up. We're going to have a correspondent from the Shamrock Food Show uh, live this Wednesday, this coming Wednesday. So Shamrock's Food Service, thank you for being on board of the Modern Eater Show and understanding how important our mission is um, covering Colorado agriculture and food service. Also along the lines, Bruce Beers. Thank you, Bruce Beers. Pueblo Chili Growers Association. Danielle, you're amazing from the Pueblo Chamber to the Chili Growers Association. And we're looking forward to seeing you at the Chili Festival. And again, this is where Nick comes with my good part of the brain. Nick, when's the Chili Festival? 28th Annual Chili and Frijole Festival in Pueblo, Colorado, September 25th. 3rd, 24th, and 25th. We'll big weekend, big weekend. And we'll be playing you some clips from some friends that we met there. Um, the the chili guy, is that his name? The chili. Robert, yeah. <laughs> you're going to see a lot of Robert here pretty soon. So watch Artists and Foods. Jennifer Gomez, you're amazing. You get our mission. Thank you for supporting the Modern Eater and our programming. The Spice Guy, dude, you know. Zach Johnston, he's the best of the best. He's spicing up the, uh, the city and Colorado and beyond. Also, Sawick and Associates, the they keep us in line. They do our books, our taxes. Um, they're amazing. If you're a restaurant or a restaurateur and you need to have good accounting, uh, Swick and Associates are your guys. Uh, and Carboy Winery. Thank you, Craig Jones. He's the man, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. R right now, let's go to the uh, VIP line and uh, connect with our friends. Why don't we do it? Let's see if they're in here. Yo, right now. Hey. Just, hey. Never mind. Hey, so, so why did Han Solo and all the <laughs> No, 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 we're live, chefs. This is not the kitchen. Oh, come kitchen. on, I'm telling, I'm telling the dad joke. Come on. It's good. Dude, is it good? All so right. Why did, why did Han Solo not like his steak? Not like his steak? it was chewy. <laughs> it was chewy. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And we're live. Thank you live. very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, there they are, top left-hand corner. His name is Chef Zuri Sadai Resendez. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Greg. How are you? Oh, good to see you, Chef, as always. And uh, Chef James Doxson in the top right-hand corner. Good to see you, Chef. Are you in Keystone right now? Uh, yeah, I'm joining you from the jungle. I love it. We're in Fort Myers Beach, Florida. Zuri, where are you? Somewhere in Aurora? No, I'm on the uh, DTC area. DTC area. And uh, down below, he's the birthday boy, the man of the hour, the smoker, the two and only, the dude who does the meat. His name's, Sh what's your name? Uh, who am I? I forgot. I forgot. Chef, Chef Jeff Jabot. 
Now, Nick, um, you've gotten to know these guys. I've known them throughout the years. You've gotten to know, know them the past few months. But these guys went with us to Palisade, Colorado. Absolutely. It was a great 4th of July weekend. Uh, if you can imagine, us five stayed in a big house. And uh, it, was, uh, it was quite a time. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> All right, so so who's first? Who's first? Uh, Chef, you, you can jump in at any time. The Modern Eater Road Trip. I think you guys kind of knew. This was the fifth annual. You've seen videos. You've seen some of the stuff that we pulled out along the road. But you really never got to jump in like we do when we're on the road. Now, you guys went on that first leg. Who wants to jump in first and just give us that first impression of what that means to communities when the Modern Eater's there to start filming? Well, I tell you, it was it was uh, a lot going on with, with everybody. But you guys weren't talking. <laughs> I tell you what, it was a lot going on, but it was a, it was a blast to, to join all these guys. Um, I would not trade it for the world. I, I hope that we get to do some more activities like that uh, in the future. And as far as the community goes, man, everybody seems so excited to to see us. It was really awesome to you know get in there and just get involved with all of the local stuff. It was my first time to Palisade, and, man, do they have some good fruit and, and amazing wine. I was blown away. Yeah, we were there sometime in, uh, what, the beginning of July. So imagine the, the harvest and the, the bounty that's plentiful right now, guys, as you kind of saw the, the setup. But we go to Zuri as well. Zuri, have you ever been to Palisade Grand Junction area before? No, that was the first time, and I was amazed by every single thing. And um, like James said, you know, it was fantastic to receive uh, the, all the people that received uh, the modern inner and us as their invites. Everybody was so excited. Uh, the love that we got was amazing. Um, and not also the love, but the story behind every product that we used through the, through the days that we were there to cook, to play with, and everything. So it was an amazing uh, experience, not only as a person, but as a, as a chef cooking with some of the best chefs in Denver, being with a modern eater. It was amazing, dude. What do you think, Jeff? Um, you know, I, I was there almost 30 years ago, and to see the progression of that area going from just fruit wines to actual real, not that fruit wines aren't real, but, but like real wines. Like, I, I was blown away at the growth of that area and it was exciting to be there and I, I'd move there in a heartbeat, not going to lie. I mean, no doubt, guys. I mean, you, you talk about Palisade and you think of some of the, just the, the generational farming that goes there. I mean, Talbots, what? I mean, that's generational as you get it. And then you see some of these newcomers like Patrick and then coming in with Kaibab and, and doing Sauvage Spectrum. There's some really innovative, cool things that are going on uh, in the Palisade Grand Junction area. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the, 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 the Malbecs, et cetera. I mean, just um, uh, Kaibab, for instance, just the, the Sauvage um, Spectrum wines were like, what are you doing right now? This this guy's pushing the limits of that ground, and it's awesome to see. The fruit's always been great. Everyone's known that. The fruit's always the best. But this was um, very changing for me. I, I was really, really excited about seeing um, what people are doing with that ground and what they're doing with it. It's right. awesome. We're going to do Did you think it was did you think it was interesting uh, about the the stories of the families, like like the Talbots and the Clarks, and and how they were like back in the day? They were all you know, maybe not fighting, but you know, they're like, oh, that this family's you know separate, you know, from well, them. It was and it was were, it was kind of mafia. It was kind of mafia a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, and they were secretively yeah. like the kids yeah. were like secretively playing with each other, you know, and hanging yeah. out. And yeah. now it's like, no, I, I love that. I love no, I, I love that part of it too. The history of the the families in that in that area, and then, but it was kind of a little bit of mafia. Not gonna lie, <laughs> and I and, and I and I loved it. I mean, yeah, like like Hat, Hatfield and McCoy ish kind of thing, and and you pretty, know, pretty, yeah, pretty much squaring pretty off much. back in the day. But you're right. I mean, as of today, uh, what they're learning is high tides raise all ships, and agro tourism is really popping off 
in Palisade, Colorado right now. And what I want to do is a round robin. We'll start with Zuri, go to Chef James, and then Chef Jeff Jabot. And we thank you, gentlemen, for your time today. I know you're very busy on a Monday in your work schedule. But what I want to do is just there were so many moments from uh, Fidel's and uh, to Field to Fork Farm to... Talbots to Carboy uh, to cooking at the house that we were at in Fruta, Colorado. Suri, we'll start with you. Just give us one of the standout moments in your mind in the short time that you were there on the Modern Eater Fifth Annual Road Trip. I think one of the standout moments is like I heard the story behind every crowd. Like I said, you know, like you you were talking about Patrick and uh, how politics is changing and evolving. And I think it's thanks to the new blog, thanks to all these newcomers that have all these crazy ideas of playing with different kind of fruits. And just like, like he had like that barrel fermenting for days and days on the zone without knowing how it's going to taste. But at the end, you don't raise, you don't succeed. And I think that's one of the best, uh, best things that I have of him. His wine is crazy, his wine is nice. It, and I think new people will appreciate it. And hearing about how they take care of the land, their product, and then go to the farmer's market next day and just buy everything to cook with it. It's like, it's, it's nice, man. Like you respect the product because it has a story behind it and you just want to make something fant fantastic. And like, it's really hard to mess it up. Like you can, because you already have amazing product. You don't even have to do a lot to it. It's, I think that's one of the best experiences that I have. Like I had the opportunity. I mean, I always had, but I had the opportunity to basically the peaches were on the tree, I think, one day before, and the next day they were on my kitchen. And that's as precious as, as I could get. And then that was one of the best experiences I got from Paula Disney. Mm, yeah. Nice. James Dox. Yeah. You know, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 100%. I think the community was there. One of the biggest things that stood out to me was when we were getting re ready for this party, right? We were, we were all like running around. We went to the farmer's market and, and, uh, we, you know, it was a short trip, you know, but we, we ran around, we went to different booths, we introduced ourselves, we kind of saw the ingredients, we tasted the ingredients, we talked to the people. And what I got from it was that everybody there, everybody we talked to was just like, yep, down, like, cool. I, like, let's, let's have a party, let's get <laughs> together, let's try and, you know, bring the community together. What, Everybody we talked to, the biggest thing that stood out, and it's not like we were there forever, but the biggest thing that stood out was like everybody wanted to come and like show off and meet other people in their community that had these excellent ingredients or excellent products and wanted to move the needle forward as a collective, as a city, right? Mm -hmm. And that was, I thought, really special because the community aspect in that area was one that I haven't seen for a, a a long time um, other than, you know, growing up in, in Ames, Iowa, those kind of medium sized cities, medium sized towns where it's, you know, it's new age. People are trying to do new things because it's big enough, but there's, it's small enough to have that community driven aspects there where people want to move forward together. I thought that was really yeah. special. Tell me more about this party. There was a party. I love the party. <laughs> Oh, there was a party. <laughs> it was kind of like yeah, a, no, the best party. taco party of all time. It was. It, I mean, it was kind of, and, and to your point, James Doxon, uh, Vibe Concepts, it was that stone soup moment to where people of the community said, hey, I've got this I can offer. Hey, I can throw this into the pot. And you know, I guess it was the, the, the taco party, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, and, and it was just a wonderful evening of most delicious foods. And one of the things that I really, really... Um, love about the modern eater is that community piece people coming together and wanting to talk about their products and where they come from and how they produce them uh, that's a special thing to me chef jeff jabot man you were like listen you bring a guy who's a, a award-winning pit master who loves what he does who has a great uh, food truck with hesher barbecue um it's an instinct for you to get up early in the morning and just throw some meat meat in the smoker. That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm doing it right now. I mean, like, I'm literally on his, cooking ribs right now. On his yeah. birthday. Dude, yeah. you, you guys rock. Yeah. What, what was your standout yeah. it's, moment? It's, 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 it's my day off. Um, uh, I loved seeing the community come together. 
Now, I love seeing the, the ingredients come together and cooking with these two chefs, this guy and that guy. Um, I loved it because we put together an incredible feast in, what, two hours? Like, just, you know, infused salads, salsas. Um, I mean, you name it, we, we did it in two hours. It was so much fun. And it was all ingredients from the Western Slope. It was awesome. Yeah. You guys, all right. I know you have busy days. I, you know, I love each and, one of, each and every one of you dearly, and it's been a pleasure for all of us to really get together and, and get to know each other on the level that we do. But um, each one of you, I can say without a doubt, um, you're, you're great friends of mine. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, no doubt. See you guys back in Denver. We've got some more to do here in Fort Myers, Florida. <laughs> as the modern yeah, get her eating. done. Wait, hold on. I wanted to try something, a little experiment here. I'm going to do this. I want to see if I can do this. This is now doing stuff live, Nick. This is not when you test stuff out. Oh, look at that. I could have gone full screen with Ziri. And look at the Ziri. Full screen with Ziri. Full screen <laughs> with Jeff. Here, what I wanted to do is I wanted to see if I could... Yeah, this is what I want to do. This just, I didn't even plan this. Let's see if I can. How do you do that? Done. I wonder if that worked. I don't know whether it worked or not. <laughs> yeah. That was a great experiment. Oh, here we go, here we go. Great. No, yeah, you never know. This might be really, <laughs> this might be really cool. This might be really, yeah. really cool. I don't know. So let's see if he picks up. Says you created something. Ah, join Who's the call. Charles? What's up now? <laughs> it worked. Charles Talbot. Hey. Oh, hey. shit. <laughs> Charles <laughs> Talbot. Yes. What do you think? Hey, Charles, we're live on the Modern Eater Show right now. Hey, how goes it, gentlemen? <laughs> Good to see you. We, Dude. Got, we got all the chefs here with us. We were just reminiscing. Awesome. How are things going? Things are going <laughs> well. We wanted to catch up with you. Uh, Palisade, give us an update on Palisade. How are things going? Well, I'm out checking orchards right now. I'm down in uh, the lower valley over by where the brewery and the distillery are. We're kind of checking some of that stuff up by the interstate. Um, everything's looking good. We're in full freestone season, so no more cling peaches. Uh, we got a couple varieties left. We'll probably be uh, going till about the 15th of September. Um, but at this point, we're kind of on the latter half of our season uh, where we're slowing down our production and uh, don't have quite as much volume coming through. Charles, turn your phone sideways so we get full value of the beauty that is you. Turn that phone <laughs> sideways. Oh, it's probably in your in your thing there. Ah, look at that. Try it. Taking the ride and are you in Palisade right now? Yes, sir. Yeah. So this is Charles Talbot, and he is the uh, I don't know what's your title. It's changed these days ever since you took over uh, the cider portion of that. So I'm the director of operations and owner of Talbot and Sons, uh, which is the alcohol beverage and retail focused uh, part of the organization. Yeah, don't you guys just feel baller and the thing? I know Charles Talbot. We can call him up and he'll answer the phone. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I thought I thought Zuri was like like gone, but yeah, he's back. No, Zuri's there. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. We spent some time in Palisade. It's good getting to know the people, but Charles Talbot, he's a he's one of the best all timers. Tell us what's going on with the uh, the cider part of the business. Oh, oh yeah! Look at that. Oh well, wow! Nice. Yes. So we're just going out checking, seeing what's left on the trees. But uh, as far as the uh, cider side of the business goes, we're uh, rotating into the apple juice and sweet cider season, in which we'll be making fresh pressed apple juice for all the dairies in uh, Colorado and uh, for Kroger as well. Uh, and uh, go really into the focus of hard cider season. You know, that, that late beer season, Oktoberfest, kind of prepping for the bulk of our season as well. Do you have any events going on that people should know about? 
Uh, we got wine. Our biggest event coming up real soon is uh, Wine Fest. Is that uh, September 17th weekend. And uh, we'll be having live bands up here at the cidery. We'll have food trucks that will be rotating out day after day. Um, and then, of course, the Wine Fest events on Saturday at Riverbend Park in Palisade. Where you'll see probably 50 different wineries. Wow. Fantastic. That's awesome, dude. Um, are you close to your next stop? Uh, not too far away. I was hoping How to get you out of the car and start showing us some fruit on the trees if there's any left. Yeah. Pull over to anybody's house there. <laughs> Up on East Orchard Mason, we can get away with that. Once you get down into city limits, you know, you kind of got to stick to your little area. You too. You know, we were talking about, um, you know, Chef James. Why, why don't you recap? Just talking about kind of the the mood, the feeling of, um, you know, the the camaraderie that we're feeling in Palisade these days, and where it may not have been that way for a while. Like I said earlier, it it, it was amazing. It's electric. Uh, the community there. Um, you know, the Talbots, the Clarks, but all the, all the families, you know, and all of the newcomers that are wanting to be a part of the, the Palisade, uh, you know, Grand Junction, whatever have you, uh, community, uh, and that, that area, the ecosystem and, and the ability to, uh, grow that wide variety of, uh, fruits and plants and, and, nurturing the souls of, of all of Colorado with that agriculture it's insane it's I mean it's it's a it's a dream come true and like Jeff said earlier man I would move there in a heartbeat uh, the, it reminds me of part of kind of my home uh, back in Iowa and like I said that that kind of agricultural medium town community style uh, it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing and and the people there are really special and I appreciate every one of them nice nice where are you where are you going Charles well, I was well on my way over home. I'm almost to uh, Craig Jones's place at uh, Carboy Winery Are over you? off Street Road in Palisade. Well, we, uh, if you think you'll be close, we'll, we'll stick around with you. But if not, man, we'll uh, we'll let you go and catch up soon. What do you think? Yeah, when it comes to peaches, I'm not close enough. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm back in wine country at this point. I so. get it. I get it. Love you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. I like that, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, later, dude. Thanks, Charles. Yeah, Charles Talbot right there. All right, Chef James Doxon, uh, Vibe Concepts. And, um, James, do you have anything going on up here? Give yourself a plug for Vibe Concepts. Uh, well, I'm in Keystone, Colorado right now with uh, two of our restaurants, Kickapoo Tavern and Zuma Roadhouse. Uh, always a lot going on. Um, I feel like in any of our lives in the industry these days, I'm sure Zuri and Jeff can, can attest to that. Um but uh, yeah, we're we're trucking along. We got a new restaurant uh, opening in Aurora. The cafe side of it is already open. It's called T Street Kitchen and Cafe. Uh, so we're the cafe side's open, and uh, we're we're gonna get our TCO and open the restaurant probably next week. Um, so got a lot going on um, and trucking away, and looking forward to uh, that whole whirlwind. So we're we're here to support you, and when. You got something going on there? Just let us know. We'll be broadcasting Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 2 p.m.-ish. 2 p.m.-ish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's James Stockson. Stick around. Let's hear these other chefs. Chef Zuri, uh, you've got Luchador Food Truck, man, and you're just serving some killer, killer food. There it is. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's a new T-shirt. That's a good that's one a right new... there by Chef Z. Oh, yeah. uh, get, plug your food truck. What's your Zuri? Where's mine? All right, man. Well, Luchador is on the road, guys. To your closest neighborhood or the, your best brewery, we post a schedule every Monday. You guys can catch us on the road. We do private catering, private parties, and um, yeah, that's how we do. We busy. Uh, we open seven days a week, just depending on the days, guys. Very talented chef, Chef Zuri Resendez. And if you get an opportunity, check out his schedule and follow that food truck. You're gonna get fantastic food. And speaking of fantastic food, I've eaten his food for years. It, um, I don't know, it stands out. It's a cut above, and that's Chef Jeff Jabot with Hesher Food Truck and catering. Uh, the catering aspect, well, first of all, both of you guys, caterers, um, you'll, you'll take on any party, uh, not 
too small, not too large. They'll do anything that you need. Just get a hold of both those guys. So you're saying, no, Jeff, I will, I'll turn people down. Yes, he will turn people down. <laughs> I will. I will. Like, give, bring it. Bring give, it. Give Hesher a plug. Test me. Test me. Give yeah, he- let's go. Give Hesher a plug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can find us on, on social media, HesherBarbecueCatering.com. Um, we do, man, traditional barbecue, but we twist it. We have fun. Um, I love working with my boy. Um, Zuri and excited about doing events with him, but um, we, you know, we, we can do whatever you want. Uh, we just have fun. I love it. Have fun with that. And, and, and it's my birthday. Are you guys hanging out tonight? Are you going to go see Chef Jeff? Probably. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, I, I think I need to come back down to Denver and, right. and, and party with Jeff. <laughs> you should. You should. I got a pig in the cooler ready to go. Let's, yeah, let's, let's have a good time. All you have to say all day long, Jeff, you can get away with anything. Just say, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> you can it's my birthday. I love all you guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Very talented chefs right there in Denver. And that's why Thanks, we, dude. Yeah, you bet. Here. Thank you, guys. Thanks, all guys. All right, man. Throw us up there in uh, full Technicolor. We'll get all right, guys. In Happy here. birthday, Jeff. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, take it easy, Jeff. Bye, guys. Happy birthday, Jeff. Oh, God. Thanks. I love it. So, uh, those dudes, pretty sweet, man. They took off with us, did the road trip first leg, and again, the fifth annual Modern Eater Road Trip, traveling the highways and byways and dirt roads of Colorado. Uh, Nick, again, it was your first time of really getting that in-depth to Colorado. Um, But we have a lot of stuff that's going to be going up. The one-stop shop is the Modern Eater website you want to go to the modern eater website and in the coming days and weeks we're going to be posting those videos of the modern eater and as you can see here we've got um a couple of new blog entries and if you go to those blog entries you will see this first one this was day one nick and day one was kind of just that travel day we were we knew we were heading right to palisade but we also wanted to make a stop in minturn colorado how do you describe where minturn is just west of Vale, just south of the 70, uh, we went to a place called Helen's House, and uh, it's a beautiful Airbnb, and our chef friend, Lauren Redout, has a little vegan pop-up and uh, made us some pizzas and some vegan mac and cheese. Here, I'm going to play this real quick. Here's just a small video. Again, on our Instagram Instagram reels, those are hot right now, Nick. I don't know whether you know that or Stories. not. Stories. Well, this is a reel. A reel, okay. There, do you know the difference between a story and a reel? I do not. Okay, so the story is just that daily every, a reel is an actual post, but okay. it's just a small, it's a short video. Got it. That's got all it, that got is. It, got it. And kind of TikTok-ish form. TikTok-ish, okay. Yeah, which TikTok-ish. This, this was on TikTok. Meet but, uh, Lauren and Larry. This is Helen's house in Minturn, Colorado. Lauren has a pop-up pizza place out back of Helen's house where she busts out vegan pies. Would you take a look at her amazing herb garden? And this wood-fired oven that is hotter than Hades. It flame kisses these babies. Caramelized deliciousness. Don't forget to get a bottle of Lauren's small batch sauce while you're there. Try the vegan mac and cheese when you stop in. OMG! Now Greg is going to give you a tour of Helen's house. Okay, okay, you guys want a Colorado secret? It's called Helen's house. Wait till you see what's up with this. This is actually an Airbnb. You can stay here, but it's really, really cool. Helen's house, Minturn, Colorado, just off of Vail, I-70. I don't know, probably eight minutes, but check this place out. Really cool Airbnb. Lots of character, but a really cool feature is this. That's a Then what? Vegan pizza place. Here's Larry. This is it. It's called Slap Woodfire Pizza. From San Diego. She's from San Diego. But I think you'll love this. Check it out. Intern Give it a shot, modern eaters. So that, you know, 
on the way up. The vegan pizza. I'm not a big veganer, you know, but I'm I'm a good. I love food. You got to try it. You have to. You do have to try it. And uh, you know, honestly, I was really, really happy with that. It's you know the cheese. I'm a cheese guy. I got to have that cheese. Absolutely. And she crushed it with the mac and cheese. I I, I wanted to say, can we throw another one in the oven? It was uh, it was great. She she gave us her vegan. Her vegan philosophy made us two pizzas, and Larry. And Larry's there. He, Larry's the cornerstone. Larry's the cornerstone. Yeah, so that's in Minturn, Colorado. I don't know if you're traveling down I-70 like we were, first day of the road trip. Um, and again, thank you so much to our sponsors: Royal Crest Dairy, Colorado Mill Sunflower Products, Elevation Rep, Shamrock Foods, Brews Beers, Pueblo Chili Growers Association. So watch Artisan Foods, the Spice Guys, Swicken Associates, and Carboy Winery um, for making this last road trip possible. It was fantastic um, to get out on the road, and that was our first stop. So thank you very much. It slapped. Uh, it was West Coast Vegan Pizza in the Rockies. They were from, she's from San Diego, so she's there for the summertime. I'd go catch her. I think she's leaving in October. Definitely, definitely. You can catch her at SD on Instagram. All right, this next stop was... Uh, well, so first of all, we got into, Nick, we got into Palisade, Colorado. We stayed in Fruta. So if you guys know kind of that area of um, the western slope, you've got Palisade and then you have Grand Junction. And then just to the west of Grand Junction is Fruta, Colorado. It's all pretty much, what, 30 minutes? Yep. Yeah, right around half an hour. Half an hour back and forth. Um, but we had a sweet Airbnb in Fruita, Colorado. It, I don't know. had five bedrooms. Five bedrooms, great view, pool table, 95-inch TV. Great yard. It was on a farm. Definitely. And we, Definitely. Had, we had a good, um, I don't know, a, a cookout, a dinner. That was kind of just our home base for our filming. But spent the lion's, the lion's share of our time in Palisade and Grand Junction. But day two... We started out early, and we went to downtown Grand Junction. The hog and the hen. Now, again, this kind of personifies, and themoderneater.com, this is where all this stuff lives, and you can find it. New blog entry. If you're you know, doing the audio thing, you can get the audio portion of it, but also on our YouTube page, the Modern Eater Network's YouTube page. You'll see this video of the hog and the hen. Now, uh, this is the... This personifies to me a family-ran business, right? Definitely. You've Cooper got and Mary. Cooper and Mary. And we'll just give you a little taste of this. Here's show open. Scrub through here. here. This is where community comes together. And, hey, listen, I'm going to come here each and every time because I know that there's a little piece of the community here in one spot. Yeah. That's People fantastic. come looking for that stuff specifically, and it's nice that we can show them what we've got that's made here in the Valley. Here's what I like about this place. Not only, first of all, great vibe, right? When you talk about vibe, you from Vibe uh, Concepts, yep, Jeff James Knox. Yep, yep. you, you, you're all about the vibe, James. This is what you and your group always look forward to be able to create. 100%, and it starts from the top down. It starts with uh, music, lighting, your, your uh, customer service representatives, i.e. All right, so I'll pause it right there. I'll tell you what, it is just um, packed full of products. Now, Everything. We're, we're local guys. We love the local products, which they have a ton of it, but they source from all over the world with a lot of things. So sandwiches, candy. Um, Liquor, beer, uh, uh, jams, hot sauce. They truly had it all. So if you're in downtown, downtown Grand Junction, you got to go there. I mean, correct anything, way. You know, you're hitting the right flavors. So at funny you right say that. I love what? it. And <laughs> and then and then of course seasoning matters, right? You uh -huh. know, if you're salting the tomatoes or you know uh, having the right sauce that has enough seasoning, things Come like that. Come over here and watch her make this sandwich. I can't wait. I <laughs> I am so excited to have this sandwich. So give us uh, the play-by-play, -play, James. What what kind of bread we got going on? That's the, right. It's the crunch roll coming out of Denver. Harvest Moon. Harvest, Harvest Moon. Moon. Yep, it's a, they call it the Denver Crunch Roll. I love that and uh, then we've got we call it blue chiz uh, we make a couple kinds of chiz here it's like house made cheese whiz essentially um, oh, man. love that it's the it little new so microwave yeah uh, how do you make that how do you make that blue chiz we start off with ranch seasoning and we make a ranch mayo so it's good we make the ranch seasoning here wow. um, 
And then that ranch mayo becomes a few things. I like to multitask our ingredients. So mm -hmm. everything here does double or triple Cross duty over. as much as possible. Cross utilization. Uh, so the ranch mayo is the base. Now, Keeping with the war on and right ahead to this. Jam that's got a little bit of Coming up on that sandwich, yeah. Nick, look onions, at that. Oh, oh my. Red pepper oh, my. Need that balance, right so it's not now. just a sweet. Anything's going to have. So here's that sandwich. Amazing. I need my two mouths over here, yeah. Jeff. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for that. All right. One thing Jeff. we were very mindful of when we opened this deli was speed. There's a lot of good restaurants on this street. Um, we needed to be quick. We want to be able to cater to the people that have a half hour lunch break. You know, they can come in and get their sandwich in two or three minutes and then have the rest of the time to enjoy. All right, I need a couple pictures for the Graham boys. Oh, cheers. All right, show me the inside of that, baby. Squeeze it, make it look good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, please. That looks so good. I'm dying. All right, cheers. Cheers, buddy. Well, that, that gives you a little taste oh. of that. Uh, and, Can you hear the? You know, do yourself a favor, and again, the coming days and weeks, I'd keep an eye. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just click on notifications, and uh, in those notifications, every time we post a video, which will be probably the day before the next show. So this Wednesday, we'll be doing a couple more videos, blog entry, but themoderneater.com and our YouTube channel and our Facebook are going to be completely active, along with our Instagram and our Instagram stories. So um, that's that's the hog in the hen. And uh, wow, just again, what a great family business. It was a pleasure to catch up with Cooper and Mary. They're fantastic. Um, later on in that day, I talk about another family. What? McKenzie and Chris. The, the whole area is filled with just local families that care about community, care about local, care about quality products. You can really just spend spend your vacation there move there they, they have it all yeah truly. get to know them they're so approachable and again um mckenzie part of the uh i don't know the generational clark family right seven generations clark family orchards clark family orchards and it was really cool as we were talking to them about um the theme of our road trip which is inflation the, the rising costs of doing business uh, the input costs. What, what do you do with your waste? How, how do you vertically integrate your business so that you're not wasting, so that you're building other revenue streams? And again, you know, they're fruit growers, right? But now they're in the distilling game and using some of those number twos, the fruit that you won't eat at the grocery store because it's not deemed um, good, good looking enough or it's a little bruised or just funny looking all together. Instead of that going into a landfill, what do they do with it, Nick? They pivot. They succeed, and they bring a brand-new product to market that everyone wants. They, their new facility is awesome. TheModernEater.com, it's got all this great content. Again, three weeks on the road. We, I don't know, what, what do we get away with? About uh, 25, 26 episodes that we'll be showing you. And, again, we'll be just kind of chipping away at it throughout the coming days and weeks as we post more and share this with you. And, again, thank you to our great sponsors, Royal Crest, Colorado Mills, Elevation Reps, Shamrock Food Service, Brews Beers, Pueblo Chili Growers Association, Swatch Artisan Foods, The Spice Guy, Swick and Associates, and Carboy Winery for making that programming possible. But as we look at this on themoderneater.com, you'll be able to get this in the YouTube video and even the audio portion of it if you want. But we'll just play a little bit of this for you to get a taste of what it's like over there at Clark's. Uh, Prohibition era laws have still carried over where some ingredients you just Tyler can't use. Blackwelder. Um, Tyler Blackwelder. Tyler Blackwelder. before. There's been plenty Head of distiller at Clark's. consume on a daily basis, but for some reason you can't use them in spirits. Look at all them new goodies um, they have to play a with. A lot of botanical teas. Um, you know, they just don't hold up? No, they just, they've never been tested for safety. Oh, in, um, whether, I mean, they'll sell them over the counter yeah. in an herbal tea. So bureaucracy. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. This right. is one, butterfly pea flower. Um, there was an FDA submission um, in September and was approved in October, which makes it now acceptable to use in a, um, in a, in a uh, spirit product. So, yeah. Awesome. Here's, here's where I love the geekiness of what, what you do, because there's many routes that you can go down. Um, you can start to, I mean, look at Distillery 291, who's forced staving, smaller barrels, yep. bringing stuff to market a lot sooner, and winning awards across the yep. world, globally, on a method that where you get these old school dudes like, you got to pay your dues, you got to sit around for three, four years, yep. you got to, uh, cool, right? So mm -hmm. you can choose either way of that. And then also, like the block distilling in, in downtown Denver. 
they just started out and waited and did what they could and just chiseled away, chiseled away, and then now they're they're you know they're brown spirits or to fruition. Yeah. What where so, what direction do you figure you're gonna go with? That's Clark and Co. Distilling right there. You gotta give them a look for sure. And I don't know whether you notice it there, but Mackenzie, that, that was early June. She was about as pregnant as you can possibly be, but a new baby into the world. Congratulations to the Clarks. Or the, I should say Schmalls. Sorry. Clarks and Schmalls. Clarks and Schmalls. Yeah. Chris and Mackenzie, great people, great family, and a brand-new facility for the whole region. Awesome people. Again, Greg Hollenbach, Nick Epstein. We are here in Fort Myers, Florida, kind of just decompressing after a uh, uh, three-week road trip, and, and here we are just going through uh, just mountains, uh, tons of com content, videos, photos, short stories. I mean, we got so much stuff. Wineries, steakhouses, farms. We were everywhere. Yeah, cideries, wineries, breweries steakhouses, just restaurants, chefs, farms, ranches, circling Colorado. Um, let's, let's just take a little teeny recap of us across the, uh, the state of Colorado, which was amazing, and we can't wait to share these stories with you. But if you like those stories of Colorado and the local men and women who produce and serve the food, you're going to love this. Um, this is <laughs> just a, a little recap of um, our weeks that we'll be covering throughout. Here's James, the multi-talented James Doxson. He didn't hesitate at all. He grabbed that thing and started jamming. Who'd have known that he was a uh, world-class Denver chef hula hooping? Hula hooper. Right? Can you do that? You know how to hoop? I could give it a shot. That's uh, Larry. Larry, Helen's house. Minturn, Colorado. There's oh, Lauren. geez, here we go. Doing what she does best. The oven. Now that was a damn good pizza. Oh, and he, it's amazing how quick the pizza comes out and it's good morning, perfect. Chef Jeff. Okay, so what this was in Fruit to Colorado. <laughs> how delicious it is. Look at this. Next day. Look at this Monterey Jack right here. Oh boy. Thank you so much. Yes, thank I'm you so much. my mouth right now. No better way to start your morning. That's hot. Cheese it up. Yes. Look at that pole. <laughs> Yeah, wonderful. See, Jeff, he, that was at the hog in the hand. He's all over it. There's one of those delicious sandwiches. Another sandwich. Yeah. And uh, there's Marion Cooper. Great people. The hog in the hen, downtown Grand Junction. This is what we do, the modern eater. We tell the stories. Uh, I think I take the best pictures in the world. I mean, I don't know. Talbot's. The Talbot Cider Flight. There's Black Welder. Tyler. They're, they're Chris they, and McKenzie on their patio. Small. Amazing view. Do you remember the name of this place? The video? So you have a picture, man. Right. the picture. Blue Barrel. Now this is the view outside of Savage Spectrum. Give me a break. Look at that. Patrick. And those are the grape blocks. <laughs> It was 800 degrees, Nick, and you chose a hoodie. Look at these grapes. So now those are ready to, I'm sure it's getting close to harvest. Some of their award-winning wine. Kaibab. There's, there's Kaibab and his wife. Okay, where's that? Margarita. Spicy cucumber margarita at Fidel's. Uh, what you got, Jack? We got a Los Vecinos, uh, Espadine, and Tobola. Yes. Mezcal. Sir. Yeah, man. This is Fidel. Great shot. I like that picture, too. The Growers Guild. And there we go. That's Jess at Field of Fork Farm. Field of Fork cooking a pizza. In their pizza club. Pizza was kind of a cool wood fire theme. That's in Palisade, Colorado. Can't wait to show you the video of Field to Fork Farm. It's always great to catch up with Scott and Jess. That's their son. Do you remember his name? Clive. Yes, you do. And uh, Jeff doing his Aussie impression, but with a little chick. And there's Scott. He's built, that's farmer, right? He's built a farm. And then started running around, man. I was so stoked I saved that pig's life. I mean, for economical reasons, mainly. I, I don't like pink pigs, man. They get sunburnt. <laughs> I like these Hampshire mixes. He was the telling us a story how he saved that pink pig's life. Pig. Yeah. Is it because of the look? Where's that? Carboy. Yeah. little preview to next episode. 
That's um, Nick, and that's Nick. Two different names. Oh, look at that. I didn't get senior pictures, so that uh, that's going to have to do. This was at our place in Fruta, Colorado, our Airbnb. The the uh, That was the uh, ranch house, farmhouse. Our dinner party in Fruta. At Fidel's. Jeff and Jody. Jeff and Jody. Little team pick. Your eyes are closed. I like the Caught pick, me. Uh, tacos. Oh. At Fidel's, <laughs> wonderful tacos. And there's Charles Talbot. That was on the 4th of July next to Kaibab Sauvage. That's the Spoken Vine. They also have a hotel, a little motel. Okay, now this is in um, Peonia, Colorado, Big B's. Following day. Great Airbnbs we stayed at on the property. Just little glamping cabins. And Corey. Corey. Lavender Farm. Peonia Lavender and Stanton Farms. That's Corey Stanton and her uh, folks right there. Great people as well. Campbell and Susan. It was great to meet them. And here's the delicious burgers of Big B's. Oh, Big B's. Oh, and they're oh, The BLT. The BLT is off the hook. I need that right now in my life. And then the rope swing in the background if you want to have some fun. Did you get on that rope swing? Uh, it was always packed when we were there. And there he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Jeff Schwartz. Jeff. This is, this is Big B's. If we got a shot of right here, I would say, honestly, if I could describe it, that would be a good explanation, a good energetic explanation of what we've been. Uh, where's that? Storm Cellar. Oh, I love that view so much. That's down by. And where's, where's this? Montrose, That's Colorado. Storm King and Montrose, yeah. David Fishering. Oh, God, you have a great memory. And look at that. I got him to take that picture. How ben, about that? Uh, bartender Ben Hoops. <laughs> you have an amazing memory. Look at that. That's just picturesque. You'd think that was a screen shaver. Oh, down by Rico. That was a good stop. And our buddy Will Nolan, Chef Will. Rico, Colorado. Now, if you've followed our travels on our Instagram stories or anything else, you got to know Chef Will Nolan. And Will has become such a great friend of ours. He brought out this china box, which, you know, smoking inside of this box, it kind of looks backwards to me. Like, you need the, the coals below, the wood below. But, no, it, uh, it stays on top. And that food just came out so delicious. I think we fed everyone in Rico, Colorado. It was so fun learning from Chef Will. That's my guac I made. I make a pretty mean guac. And that's Jason. Jason Lum, a friend of mine, Chef Will. A spice guy. You have to take the spice Zach. guy. Spices everywhere. Zach Johnston. It's like 50% chicken skin. <laughs> yeah, it's some delicious food. We smashed some corn. Just everything. That's awesome. So, Will, he is a chef in... Telluride, which isn't far away. I don't know what about twenty minute drive. Telluride, Colorado. Uh, that is hey, this is his place. What you got, brother? Petite oh. maison. Ah, soir. Telluride. Salmon grab locks with caviar. Spun potato. Crispy spun potato. Works of art. And truly works of art. And one hell of a nice guy. Look at that. I mean that's just picture perfect. But if you get an opportunity, Petite Maison, Petite Maison, Little House is what it is in French. That's in uh, Telluride, Colorado. He put together a couple dishes. Can't wait to share that episode with you on the Modern Eater Show. That's the Enterprise. Rico. Where uh, your own laws are made. You have Rico, Colorado, where you, you're on your own. I found this outside. I thought there was something crazy about this hut that I found. As we were driving out of Rico to our next stop, we were heading down to Durango. But it was just this cool little area. I mean, I don't know what it's even used for. It was in the middle of nowhere in kind of a meadow. I fully anticipated seeing a dead body in there. But nope, there's uh, James Ranch. And one of my favorite things in the world, their BLT and their burger. And that's the James Ranch market and, store and um, restaurant. Brightwood and Farm. And look at that on the uh, shelves. Colorado Mills, Big B's. And she's Jen Wheeling from James Ranch. Wonderful person. 
and that was the evening of my birthday. She made us, made me a birthday dinner, I guess, and that's her sister right there. Julie. Julie. And that's at El Moro. El Moro in Durango. And as we head out of Durango, we head to Del Norte. Kermit and Greg at the fish. Kermit, France, and Fish farm. So as you can see, we have tons of content um, that we're just chomping at the bit. There's a refrigerator in the middle of the uh, San Luis Valley. Oh, yeah. And, uh, there's what a pose. Hashtag nice ass. Yeah. And that was just a picture of a gentleman that I got at the um, gas station. Lamar, Colorado, that's the Max Hotel and their restaurant. There's a little bit of food we had at their steakhouse. We'll be telling you more about the Max. And then Katie. Katie, the tomato lady. And that's Blue Roof Tomatoes just outside of uh, e Eads, Colorado. Yep, just north of Lamar. And there's Marrow Farms. That's when we're in Pueblo kind of wrapping up the end of our trip. Carla. Carla and Morrow Farms. Remember his name? Dimitri. Dimitri. 21 Steak in Pueblo, and that's a great staff. Yeah. We had a great time there. That's where we ended it up. Um, and, you know, you got to start the way you began with <laughs> Chef James and the Hula Hoop. Back to the Hula Hoop. Um, you're going to be getting a lot, a lot of stuff, but I can tell you again, themoderneater.com is where you're going to want to catch a lot of stuff. Um, themoderneater.com, we're just full of all kinds of great content. Check out themoderneater.com. Throw that up there on the screen there, Nick, my computer. Oh, wanted to show themoderneater.com. Yeah, take that banner off. So on themoderneater.com, I'm telling you, there's seven years of Colorado content on here. If you click on this search bar, I mean, I kid you not, you can put in anything. Let's see. Um, let's say Palisade. Click in Palisade and just hit that search engine. And it'll show you years and years and years of great content. You can watch these um, businesses just grow throughout the years as the modern eater. Can you believe? Look at this right here in Palisade, Nick. This was um, Clive. Oh, back in the day. Wow. He might have on that microphone that you're using right now. Field of Fork. But that's Field of Fork. So as you can see throughout the years, we did a show in their field, Nick. Definitely. That's Carly Smith, the fairy gut mother. But look at how beautiful this is. So you can look forward to more of this as we're going to be. We're more mobile and nimble than ever, Nick. Um, we've got our road bag. We can go hit restaurants and bars and breweries and distilleries and wineries. If you've got a small business, um, we want to hear from you. You can look us up. Nick and I's email address are both. Um, very similar. Mine's Greg at the Modern Eater and Nick's Nick at the Modern Eater dot com. And uh, give us some show suggestions, some show ideas. Again, we're storytellers. We want to hear from you. We want to hear about your stories and we want to hear about your business. And again, thank you to our fine sponsors that made this all possible. Royal Crest Dairy, Colorado Mills Sunflower Products, Shamrock Food Service, who, by the way, this Wednesday is their big food show at the convention center. If you're in the industry, you need to make it there to Shamrock. They really, really care about Colorado local and uh, beyond. Just a great business in Shamrock Food Service. Brews Beers, Pueblo Chili Growers Association. Again, uh, Nick is the good part of my brain. Nick, when is the Pueblo Chili Fest? September 23rd, 24th, 25th. It's going to be a big weekend down in Pueblo in their historic downtown they're going to have cooking competitions, obviously chili growers, farm stands, a little bit of everything. Chili roasting. Oh, yeah, roasting chilies. A lot of chili roasting going on. And uh, Swatch Artisan Foods, thank you, Jennifer Gomez. You're amazing. And what great products Swatch Artisan Foods has from butters to cheeses, and you, the, the list goes on. The Spice Guy, Zach Johnston, Swicken Associates, and Carboy Winery through the coming days. And, again, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 2 p.m.-ish, Nick. We, ish, yeah, ish, I ish. Mean, uh, 2 p.m. Mountain. We might be in another hemisphere, but it's still going to be 2 p.m. Mountain. <laughs> and, we'll, you know, basically what we're trying to do is have that appointment set. Our commitment to you is a, is a show on Mondays 
Wednesdays and Fridays and to bring you great Colorado stories as we recap our road trip. Next episode of the Modern Eater Show will be Wednesday, Nick, and I can tell you I'm looking forward to that episode because we, not only are we hashtag leaning into local, but we're going to be um, uh, doing a, a welfare checkup, a, a kind of a, a brain check, right, in the industry. As we're in post-COVID, and pe- people are kind of acting a little bit wonky right now, including myself. There, there are some things, some issues, some, maybe some buried um, thoughts and anxiety that you really haven't processed yet. But none better than chow. Have you heard of chow, Nick? I have not. It's culin- uh, culinary hospitality outreach and wellness, I think. I may have murdered that. Sorry, Aaron Boyle, the executive director, if I did. But uh, Chow is a great organization. It was founded by a gentleman named um, John Hinman. And um, the organization was founded for that exact thing, that kind of hospitality, food service check-in, a place that gives you resources and um, availability of resources to be able to say, you know what, I, there, there's a place where I can learn more about what's going on with my feelings or that I can find a resource or somebody to talk to. And they have meetings uh, if you choose to go and share and hear other people. But it's very food service directed, hospitality directed. And we're going to lean in to um, that, that organization, Chow. So we'll be talking with Erin Boyle. She's the executive director of Chow on this next Wednesday. We'll check in with her via our VIP line and uh, have a conversation with Erin. I'm going to discuss a little bit about um, what I've been going through the past year since you've seen The Modern Eater and The Modern Eater Show. I think that's important just to communicate and to share. Good place Um, to reach out. Absolutely. So Chow will be on the show on uh, Wednesday, and we'll also be covering the next uh, cup, probably in Palisades still. Where'd we we go? Field of Fork. Field of Fork Farm. Carboy. Carboy. The Growers Guild with Kai Bab. With the Growers Guild. And we'll cover those three things. Absolutely. Right. So your suggestions, bring them to us, Greg at TheModernEater.com or Nick at TheModernEater.com. It's a pleasure being here to you, with you today here from Fort Myers, Florida. We kind of just want a little bit of a scenery. Go uh, see a beach, sit back, get our thoughts together, and get all this great content that we have ready for you. So we're going to be hitting it hard and heavy like you've never seen before. The stories in the community, bringing people together is what The Modern Eater's done best throughout the seven years of our existence. So, I don't know. Look, we did about an hour and a half today. We had a little hiccup. Our first, our first. We, I know, we come out of the gate. We're yeah. locked and loaded, and we're ready to go, Nick. We're sitting here in the sun. We couldn't even see the iPad. We jumped the gun, but we restarted and finished, so. It all melted. I mean, literally melted down. All the devices froze up. Um, it, was, it was not a good scene, but um, we prevailed. And Definitely. For, for that, sir. Woo! We'll Re- build up something to build off of, right? Yeah. I mean, we are. Lo- Reach out whenever you need. <laughs> social media. Yeah. Oh, I want to show this before we take off. Again, Nick, you're right. Social media, our YouTube channel. Please go subscribe. This is where we're going to do the bulk of our live streaming. We're going to be doing it on Facebook for a little while, but I'm going to tell you a secret. I don't like Facebook anymore. I think it's a really gross place for people to just kind of sound off and give the worst of themselves. Um, just not a really great display, but YouTube, but we're going to develop our YouTube channel and we're going to, if you're on Facebook now, before we pull the plug on Facebook, you better go over to YouTube, put in the, the search engine, the modern eater network and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Turn on notifications. When we go live, it'll go right to you and you'll be able to tune in. So I think our days are numbered on, uh, Facebook. We'll see how it turns out. But YouTube's where the lion's share of our stuff's going to be. Of course, themoderneater.com. This is seven years of great Colorado content. I mean, we've if there's some place in Colorado, chances are we've visited it. Um, you name it, just plug it in there in our search engine. You can check it out there. The three videos that we highlighted today from uh, Slapped Pizza, Wood Fired Pizza. Mintern. In Mintern, Colorado, at Helen's house is up. Go check that out. You can get the audio portion of these as well on SoundCloud or iTunes. Um, Also, the hog and the hen is there. And then we've got um, this last one, which... Clarks. Clarks. Yeah, I have the Field to Fork video up there. Again, the expo for Shamrock is coming right up. You can get more information on their website, shamrockfoodservice.com. 
but uh, Denver Wednesday, August 24th, along with Chow being on the show. We're also going to peek in with a live correspondent from that food show and kind of just get that man or woman on the street. We haven't figured out. If you're watching this and you want to be our correspondent, all you need is a phone, and we'll get you at the uh, Shamrock Food Show. So if you're going to be there, we'd love to hear from you, Greg at themoderneater.com. As we go on down the line here, um, I want to go to our Instagram because in our Instagram, these stories, I'll just show you one. I don't know, a random one. Day four. And this is, um, you can get the recaps of, of our uh, stories here on themoderneater.com. I think, I, I'm, I'm sorry, on our Instagram page. We'll just take day 10, for example. Load, load, load. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. There it is. But our stories are so much fun. Oh, I, I remember this well. Stories are just a fun thing. Oh, yeah, this is our trip up there, Petit Maison. So our Instagram has a lot of stuff. We'd appreciate it if you just follow us on all of our social media, the Modern Eater, consistent across the board. So, again, this Wednesday at 2 p.m.-ish, the Modern Eater will resume live programming covering our fifth annual Colorado road trip and um, bringing you more stories of Coloradans. Today, we have something to build off of, Nick. Hey, Chef. What you got, brother? Oh, Telluride and Chef Will. Great time. Yeah, thank you guys, really, truly. I think that's going to be about enough for today. Check out themoderneater.com. Throughout the years, we appreciate all of your support and to our sponsors that have stuck with us um, through kind of a dark time. I mean, lights were off, but the lights are back on. It's a new beginning. The Modern Eater Show will continue. We appreciate you being here with us. And, again, follow along to all of our social media. Any show ideas, just lay them on us. In the meantime, in, in between time, Uh, For Nick Epstein, I'm Greg Hollenbach, and thank you so much to the Salty Crab for hosting us here today. I want to do this, Nick. Do the play-by-play. Grab that that, uh, phone and go see how far you can go out on the beach. I will. All right, I'm going to do this. So the Modern Eater YouTube page is up. Nick's going to grab this. We'll show you where we're at right now as we're signing off. It's pretty cool. He's grabbing the camera and heading out. Okay. Give us a look around, Nick. First of all, turn around, Nick, and show the restaurant. What do you think of this place? If you're in Fort Myers Beach, this is right on the beach, and it is called the Salty Crab. You should check this place out. Uh, They have delicious, if you haven't had any regional fish, grouper here in Fort Myers is what you want to get. Grouper is um, just off the hook. I had a black grouper dish at Baleen in the La Playa in Naples yesterday. But this is Fort Myers Beach. Just keep walking. Let's see how far you can go, Nick. Kind of outdoor seating. Where you're seeing those umbrellas right there come about sunset time, man, those are um, in big demand. People want to sit out there and eat, sit on that railing, look at the beach. I think that's about as far as Nick's going to be able to go before – that camera gives up, but look at the beaches here. Whew! That's good-looking stuff, huh? It looks like we're probably going to have a pretty good sunset this evening. You need to have those big billowing clouds, but I am a sunset tweaker. I love sunsets. So it's about uh, 5.30 here, East Coast time, and it was just such an honor to be back on live with you guys again. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 2 p.m.-ish. Our commitment to you is to bring you the best in stories in Colorado. There is a crisis going on right now, you guys. And um, inflation. Food is going crazy. It is getting really, really expensive for food. And there's a shift that's taking place right now. Um, Commodity food, which is getting expensive as well with how far it needs to travel to even get to your plate. And local food's kind of stabilized because, you know, they've had a lot of their uh, relationships and resources kind of stabilized throughout the year. So you're getting this shift right now of um, food's expensive all the way around. So it's your decision. Where do you want to spend your money? I choose to spend my money with those small local businesses because 80 cents of every dollar that you spend locally is going to stay in the community. And that's something that we need to do and and gather together and understand what we're doing with our money right now. That money is so very, very valuable. 
and it's in your pocket and you're deciding what you want to do with it. It's, um, it's, it's that deciding time right now, you guys. Here's the salty crab. And I always say, local is wherever you are. Communities are everywhere. If you're in another community, try and support that mom and pop place. Um, try and put a pair of shoes on, on um, a family's uh, you know, uh, kids instead of another um, boat in a corporate yard. Uh, you don't need to do that. And um, your money is very important and valuable, how you choose to spend it right now. It's my passion. Uh, I've been doing it for years and telling those stories. I am a storyteller. If you have any stories that you would love for us to tell on The Modern Eater, just reach out to us on any of our social media and check out themoderneater.com. The Modern Eater is where it's at, and we uh, appreciate you spending your afternoon with us here today. Thank you so much. Again, I'm Greg Hollenbeck. That's Nick Epstein on the camera. And we're out of here until Wednesday at 2 p.m.-ish. The Modern Eater Show will continue. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. <laughs>